Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress podcast, an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Ballantyne, and today we are doing a little mini episode. I had not intended to put out content for the month of June. I was taking a bit of a break. But with the conversation around voting for the SAG strike with the WGA strike, I wanted to put something out. I just couldn't figure out how to do it or what to talk about, because I'm assuming if you're an actor who's listening to an actor podcast, there is a pretty good chance that you already voted. (laughs) You know, there's a pretty good chance that you're someone who is pretty in tune with this world and you've already done all of the things. But maybe there's one or two of you who haven't yet. Maybe you need to double check your postcard. Maybe you need to log on and just click it. This is worth it to me to have this discussion. And also, I wanted to extend an arm to some people I think who are being left out of the conversation. And that is my actors who are not yet union members. To the non-union actors, I wanted to address the things that you can do, how you can still be a part of this, because it might feel like you're on the outside looking in at a time when we're all trying to rally together. And I promise you that is not what's happening. So this week, while I was interviewing Dewan Johnson, we were talking about the strike and it came up and I said, you know what, can I cut this piece and put it out now before we finish voting? And he was all for it. So what you're about to hear is a section of the podcast with Dewan that is going to come out in July, most likely. But I wanted to get this piece pushed sooner than later. Also, just keep in mind, guys, SAG is our union. It is also a group of people who want the best for each other, but often see it in different ways. When I was new to SAG, I did not understand that there were political parties within the union. I didn't understand that there were differences in what people were working for. I assumed that SAG was a group of people who met in a boardroom, who decided how much I got paid in my contracts, and that was all I knew it as. But as I learned more about this union, as I realized that I am SAG, I am a decision maker, I can be a part of this. I'm also learning that the other people who are making decisions might not always agree with me. So this clip from Dewan and I talking, I think is really important for us to put out ASAP. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you have not voted, if you just still need some time to vote, yes, on the SAG strike. And I don't typically tell people what to do with their opinions, but this one to me is a pretty clear answer. The link is in the show notes for you. And if you have questions, you can shoot them my way. And I'm still trying to get a SAG rep on the podcast to chat more. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please enjoy a short segment with Dolan Johnson. Okay, let's talk about the strike. Let's talk about the strike. The strike that at this point, like I said, this will come out in July. So we'll have a lot more answers to like what's going on in the world. But tell me where you're at. So right now the WGA is on strike. Tell me how you're feeling about it and your vibes about being an actor on strike potentially. I think it's absolutely necessary. I think there are a Fucking couple agree. of things. I think it was actually necessary a contract ago. I mean, this would respect everybody who's listening to this. I think some of the voices that are yelling the loudest in our union are people that are not working or have worked a lot in certain sectors. And so I have to stand up and say, listen, I've been on a streamer. I was on a streamer for seven seasons. And, you know, the funny story is I did a CSI regular almost a decade and some change ago, CSI regular. And the residuals I get from that a decade ago almost amount to the residuals I get on season one and two of my show. 
So I want you to think about that. And so everybody's like, oh, I don't get it. No. And so there are seven seasons and you're getting great money when you're doing it, but there are no residuals. The residuals are what sustains us. It's not the doing money. So if I were making like $15,000 on network, I would get the rerun of that. Let's just say, even if they put it down to 10,000 on that rerun of it, the first run of it, or maybe the second would even be like 3,000. I'm dropping a lot here. Mm. Now it's going to streamers or we're doing it on this thing and you're only getting like three to 500 for it. You know what I mean? Yes, I've yes. done 54 episodes of that. Somebody's out there is timesing that 54 times, you know, whatever I've done, but that is not enough to sustain it. For seven seasons on a show, I should have about 10 houses. I'm just saying, I don't know if that's to be true. Yeah, but I want you listen, get it. <laughs> I back that up. Well, because the, the actors who are coming in now mm -hmm. are seeing it through like the lens I think that I'm living in, which is, I cannot only act. It is no longer possible because right now I'm technically really only making money the days I'm on set. And previously okay. the actor life was built to support the actor on the days they were not on set because of residuals. We were not expected to be on set every single week to pay our yearly funds. And now it's all but impossible. I mean, I didn't get residuals for any of the shows I shot in the last two years. Not a single, yeah, I only got my day what are you getting? Like, if you don't mind, are you getting the yeah. big residual check for shooting that? I don't have any residuals. There not a are. dollar. I got my day rate and that was it. I don't have any residuals for Orville, which is on Hulu. I don't have the only thing I get residuals right now is an episode of AP Bio that I did when it was still on cable. And now it is on, I think, Hulu. And I was cut out of that episode. So the only residuals check I currently get is from an episode I didn't even make it onto from a show from... 2019. So, so this is important. This is why I'm so passionate about this, because I was thinking that when we were doing it, I was like, wow, we're not getting big residuals for this. And you know, the thing is, somebody said to me on Twitter, they were like, I took a picture of me on an airplane. They're like, what are you doing in coach? I was like, what do you, how much do you think I make as an actor? <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, what you, and so it's really important. And I think the, the thing that I want to say, and I mean this with love and respect, I think the thing that will tank us in this strike and the potential actor strike are the actors that just say, I just want to work. The actors that say, I'll yes. work for anything. Those are the ones that are going to tank us because they are not thinking longevity in this career. Sam of 10 years ago, who would have paid money to be on the set? Right. Right. Exactly. I'll pay money. Just let me. Get, but here's the thing. You will pay. Then they're going to be asking you to pay money soon. You know what I mean? It's really, really, really important for us to like think about this as a long game. So if you're making that one ten thousand dollar check, let's just say you make it for an episode. You're like, great. If you don't make any more of that for the rest of the year, that's all you have. And they're not getting any residuals on that. $10,000 is not going to go a long way. And I just want to take this one more step further. Other people are making money off of our likeness, everyone. So it's not like, oh, well, why do they have to keep paying you? They're selling this in different territories. They're selling this on these different streaming things, and they're making money from that. Why can't we make money from ourselves too? So I am passionate about it, and I want to speak up about it because it comes first in of being on these shows. Again, if you're listening to Amazon, I loved it. It was so fun playing with Detective Pierce, bring me back for his spinoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you should probably bring back Jasmine as well from season one. If you have my email, but I think it's, listen, that's the explanation that I think is missing. And I, the longevity is the part that I was missing my whole career. And when we go back at the beginning of this podcast, we talked about the fact that there's not really such a thing as a big break anymore. And so if you know there's no such thing as a big break, if you know you're just going to be continuously working and trying to enjoy your life in the process, 
we physically have to make more money to be able to do this job long-term and not as a hobby on the weekends. Yes. Oof. Oof. Why are you coming for us like that, Sam? Because I want a fucking residuals check, Dwan. <laughs> no, and it's and it's good. It's really important. I was over at my friend's house, I would say almost a decade ago, and I remember seeing one of his residual checks, and it was like $27,000. And I remember mm. thinking like, yeah. And I was that's what my mind, I remember the numbers. And I was thinking like, I can't wait to get one of those. Now that I'm on streamers, I don't get those. And so yeah. I, I really want us to really stop and think about it. I hear what everybody's saying, but like it will start chipping away. We will not be able to make our health care. You know, these are things that are very important. That's what residuals helped. That's yeah. what they helped. And if we're not careful, we will end up just like all the commercials that have gone on. Yes. And I think that there is a, first of all, I talked to a friend of mine who's a WGA writer the other day, and he said, man, if SAG strikes, this will all be over really quickly. And I was like, amen. I agree. If we could just stick together and do this. But there is a contingent that I think no one's really talked to yet. And that's the actors who are currently non-union, who haven't been able to join yet. And I would love to invite them in on this conversation as well. This is a rad time for you to learn about the union. It's never been a better time to understand what's going on. And guess what? Nobody's checking your SAG card at the picket line. You can come out and you can hang and you can talk to people and you can join in the support of the people that you're going to be working with one day, because now is the time to get involved, even yeah. before you're a member. I just want to say, if it's about money for you, think about the money that you could be making. What they are buying and saying in perpetuity is $3,000 for X thing. But what we're saying is that can be maybe even your day rate. That can be even a session fee. We can get more for that. And if you know, you're making $3,000 every six months, it's not enough. The union's there to protect us. I, I promise you, please, 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 like just do a little bit more research on that. And I am calling out all non-union actors here so that I can call you in. It is not a call out thing. I'm calling you out so I can call you in and say, trust me on this one. That $500 check can be $15,000. That can be more, but we know it. And that is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the hit on that. I'll take the L on that, that we should be as working actors talking about our paychecks more. We should be yes. talking about this is what could happen instead of keeping it so close to the chest. Maybe we haven't done a great job of telling you what's in store for you. Instead, we've been back here. All you see is like, you know, a house or something like a car. I don't know. Uh -huh. And so I'll take the L on that one. Yeah. And uh, listen, I love that you, you were like, did you make residuals from Bosch? No, I did not. Did I love working on the show? Do I love all those people? Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Is it their fault? Not necessarily. Probably people I never met are the people who were like dishing out that streaming paycheck, you know? Yeah. But like Jeff Bezos can open that wallet a little bit and we can all get a little bit more money. I agree with you. I think that I also safeguarded it. I've also always been embarrassed to say out loud how much money I've made because in the back of my head, I'm like, what if I'm wrong? What if I'm sharing the wrong information? What if this is embarrassing? Like, what if I don't have, what if I'm making less than everyone else and it's going to show that I'm a bad actor or something like that, right? Yeah, I have a lot. There's a lot of, and we all do, right? There's a lot of shame around money for some reason. It's like packed into the the general capitalistic society that we live in. And to yeah, openly say, hey, I have a commercial. Obviously, this conversation currently contract-wise is not about commercials, but a streaming commercial got two grand for a year buyout. Super Bowl. So is it, 
Yeah. So is yeah. it exactly back to that? Everyone's like, I saw you on TV. You're doing so well. I was like, I got $2,000 for that to play for a year, which means $2,000 minus 20% because 10 goes to my agent, 10 goes to my manager, you know, another 30 goes to taxes. So, yeah. you know, let's say it's $1,200 that I got for that to play for a year. Yeah. And it's, it's everywhere. It's important, Sam. It's important conversation yeah. to talk about money. And I applaud you for continuing to talk about it. I try to talk about it all the time. Yeah. That's why I started by saying I only had, and I shouldn't say I only had, I got, I would receive 3,800 to be exact, 3,800 for that Super Bowl. I love that you told, I love that you told me the exact number just in case I like come check your tax receipts or something. Well, there are, yeah. there are those out there that are going to be like, I don't know, but I want to make sure that I'm clear on that because let's start being transparent. And I think that's one of your brand things that I see a lot. It should be part of all of our brands, by the way, but I know I that's, agree. I agree. I know that's definitely part of your brand. You're always about transparency. So I want to make sure that I say that up here and there. No, that's great. Cause I don't share numbers as often. And that's a really good Ooh, scary, but man, it's good. Is there anything else you want to say about SAG right now? So it's SAG voting for the strike, anything about the union, anything in general you want to add to this? I want to just say to all of my peeps out there that I feel you, I hear you on this getting paid to audition thing that we are, we are going for, that we need to focus. That's not going to get us what we need in the industry right now. That is one of the things when I shadow directed on Bosch is I got to see the back of like how this stuff really runs. A lot of this, what we actors forget about it is it really is a business. And if it's a line item where they're like, great, we're going to get this person for a little bit longer so that we can keep them. Oh, so they're not really guest star material. You just wanted them so you can have them for a week. It's like money contracts. They're trying to save money. And if you're, we're going to add a line item where they're auditioning X amount of people for $500 a piece, that's something that's going to go. We have to really think about that one. And we got to stay focused. We will make our living, I believe, off of residuals. That's my opinion. The energy should be right now placed on mm -hmm. trying to get paid for auditions. I think it's going to be something that if you want them to, to lean more to AI, great. Keep pushing that. Keep pushing that. Yeah. Listen, I will second to you because I think staying on task and on target for a voting segment, if I'm going to take anything from a Republican, it's going to be that you have to stick to your script. <laughs> Take one thing. She's That's going beautiful. there. She's going there. Take one thing. You know what I mean? Like stay focused on the agenda that you have set and like staying focused as a group is really hard to do. Our union's very big yeah. and we're much bigger. We're like 10 times the size of the WGA. And so staying on task and on target for this goal for this year, That's what I, said. I agree Just, with you. It's very important. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah, ever well, or maybe, but I don't think that's the move right now. I don't think that's the move here. And I just want to say to everybody also, just hang in there. Hang in there. You started this by saying, we don't know if this summer is going to be when we're going to get back or what's going to happen. Nobody knows that. We don't have a crystal ball for any of that stuff. But, you know, I, I thought to myself, I came off of a show during a pandemic and I was like, I thought I was going to be again, hot poop on a rock. And we were in a pandemic where everybody now is looking for roles, right? Even the big people from down. And that first thought of mine was like, damn, uh, how could this happen right now? And just when stuff was starting to pick up again, and I was getting more calls and flying to Hawaii and doing this stuff and being asked to go back on the show, we go back into a strike right now. But I know that I am in this for the long haul. And this is just a blip on the radar screen. And so I just want to say to every actor out there, don't get out of line. Don't get out of line, stay in line. Our time is coming. And if you need a little bit of faith, borrow my faith in you. It will happen. It will happen. We're going to end it right there. That is absolutely fabulous. For this mini podcast, thank you guys so much for listening. The links to vote is in the bio. 
and I will talk to you very soon. 